testing testing one two three hey everyone welcome back to fat but fashion and lifestyle in today's episode we're going to talk about the fashion lifestyle in paris france so this time we'll start off with fashion because in the last one we talked about lifestyle all right so One thing I actually was so surprised, I think it's the most surprising thing that I learned about the whole entire French style, is that people, they tend to go for the, oh, look how pretty I am. I worked so hard to become this pretty, but it's really like a very last minute look. They don't really try so hard to look perfect. They just are perfect. And they actually do this by not wearing a lot of makeup by um wearing well tailored clothing clothing that fits their body shape they actually love to wear jeans as well which i didn't really know but they love to wear levi's jeans specifically and straight leg blue jeans they love to wear those and they also love to wear corduroy jeans and men wear inspired outfits for females which i think is really cool and really pretty And they also wear a lot of crewnecks, black blazers, white tanks, and t-shirts, which is like a given. But they don't wear a lot of what people expect to, expect them to wear. Like over here, we expect them to wear these um, beautiful dresses and things like that. But they tend to wear more pants than dresses over there. But floral dresses are actually pretty popular right now. And vintage is one of the like top Oh, swap things over there. They love vintage, especially vintage Chanel. They love to wear that, and they love to wear uh vintage chain belts. They love to wear those as well. Um, and they don't like I said, they don't really spend a lot of time thinking about what they will wear, and they do this by having a very controlled and set style. They don't really experiment with what they wear. In Milan, I talked about how they love to try new things, wear different clothes. But in Paris, if they know what fits them, they won't go around looking for something else. You know, they'll just wear what they know works for them. And I also, um, I was looking at an interview that Harper's Bazaar had with a, um, with a woman from Paris who was a owner of a fashion brand. She actually said that uh, Parisian women spend as much time dressing up and putting on makeup as much as American and British girls which I didn't really understand that at first. But then after doing research, I found out that the world thinks that British girls and American girls don't spend much time on, like, they don't, like, think about how they look. Which, looking at LA, that's not true whatsoever. Wait, really? Uh-huh. They think we don't spend two hours? They don't, they don't know that, apparently. That's so crazy. And, yeah, so I learned that the world looks at British and American girls as people that don't tend to spend time on how they look. They just wear whatever they wear. I mean, I I think that would describe me. That would not describe me. Really? How long does it take you to get ready? Well, it takes me like 30 minutes to find the jeans that I want to wear. And then I have to find the top that matches the jeans that I want to wear and the shoes. And then the hair, I don't really care about hair and makeup that much just because I already gave up on that. It's too oh. much work. But other people care about it. I and- literally just throw on a dress. Like, if it's that much work, I just throw on a, de- a dress. Yeah, I don't do that. Oh. Nah. And also, that's apparently a secret that they don't want people to know that they don't spend a lot of time. So, that's why they wear very tailored outfits, controlled outfits. Outfits that they know makes them look like they spend a long time on how they look. But really, it's just a very last minute look. 
And yeah, so they just love looking effortlessly pretty and they love bohemian style dresses as well. And so this is for nightlife, for bohemian style. Um, they hate to over be the one to stand out in the crowd. They don't like to do that a lot. That's why they avoid wearing sparkles or very, very high heels like we see a lot here in California. They don't really like to do that a lot. And I also learned what croissant bags are. And I was like, wait, what? I thought it was a bag that looked like a croissant, and it literally does. Except, like, it's not how you would think it to be. It's just shaped like a croissant. I think it's very ugly. But people like it, apparently, and it matches their style of being very laid back and chic. And I actually learned uh, two of the, no, three of the brand new trends that are over there are boxy fits, which is, I think, an all-around thing. And they love wearing two tones, so they'll dress up in just two colors, black and white, beige and orange. Those are two of the more popular ones that they do. And also oversized sunglasses, but not huge, huge, just ones enough to cover your eyes and make you look chic and like you're a rich grandma. Oh. Look, if I'm, if I'm going to be a rich grandma, I will gladly be a rich grandma. I would return Paris just to be a rich grandma. Exactly, and so to sum up everything, like in general, it's what Americans will call business casual. Mm -hmm. So if you are from America and you understand what business casual kind of means for you, that's what French everyday style would be, and then bohemian style dresses would be for the nightlife. That's really cool. Yeah, I did not think of that. I thought bohemian style is more like, like when I think of bohemian, I think of YouTubers yeah. that live on the beach. And also, I learned about the weddings over there. Here, it's not, it's not a good thing to, um, like, to have the bride look less, like, you look more extravagant than the bride. It's not a good thing over here. But I guess it's more normal than it is in Paris. In Paris, it's a very bad thing to do. Therefore, people will never wear sparkles to weddings. Will always wear long dresses that are lace so that they know for a fact that they won't look better than the bride herself damn they do not want to spoil her day yeah they don't want to do that but see in america people get proposed to at the weddings yeah i feel i think it's no no one's I, proposing at my wedding controversial i think yeah some people would be like whatever just depends on who is being getting married yeah how they feel about that but there are so many people who wear white to wedding. Oh, that makes me so mad. Like, you gotta know. You can't... Like, you can't be better than the bride. That's it. it that's her day. She spent all that money for her. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it's... It's kind of mean to do that. Yeah. And the two final things that I have to say is that just like basically all the rest of Europe, they tend to wear lower heels, uh, like sandal-type heels, and they don't like to follow fashion trends. They just wear what they like. Okay, now on to... The lifestyle. I thought of making this into two segments in case I mess up. I don't really want to delete her video. <laughs> so, because here's why. I have to pronounce a lot of French words, which I'm, I took Spanish. Okay, I did not take French. So, I'm going to suck at this. But anyway, before I get to that, I want to add that, yes, it's very laid back in France. Mm -hmm. They are chill, laid back, relaxed. They... For their work-life balance, it's more life and less work. Mm -hmm. They're more interested in the present of life. They, that's why they walk s slowly. They stroll. Like, they just... 
are in the present. And I love that. It's amazing. You said walking and strolling. And one thing that I learned, because I, I took French, which is honestly my biggest flex that I was able to survive one year of French. Um, I, uh, my French teacher, she actually told me that people in France, they don't smile to you when you're walking in the street unless you're their friend. And I heard that it's a very bad thing for girls to smile because that's like an invite for people to come talk to them. So oh. you don't smile. You're just very like, don't talk to me. Don't talk to me. You're and just resting walking. face the whole yeah. time. And that's the same with restaurants. When a waiter comes to you, like here in America, they'll be like, hi, how are you? This, that. They won't say that. They'll just be like, hello, what do you want? Yeah, apparently waiters and waitresses are very rude there. Yeah. Like, they don't care. They're just mean. I wouldn't say they're rude. I just think that it um it's like a professional a relationship. It's not like they're your friend. Yeah. But I prefer the nice ones. <laughs> okay? <laughs> yeah, I read in the blog that they're pretty mean. Like, they'll, they'll bark at you. They will not care. But anyway, <laughs> not like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> and as I said how they love to relax, right? By law. This is by law. The government gives them five weeks of leave to go travel or rest every year. Can't they get five weeks off to just do anything. Yeah, we can't relate. That is so amazing. I want to live there now. However, because like they, they don't work as much. Like mm-hmm. they care more about life. They don't make that much money. Because they don't really work that much to get money, you know? Yeah. But the problem with that is because they don't have that much money... I mean, because it's not easy for them to get money. The tourism makes the clothing and stuff, they're very expensive. The clothing restaurants very yeah. expensive for locals. So a lot of the time, they'll eat in. And they'll eat mm. at home. Wow. And they don't have breakfast places. Like, you know how we talked about in Texas? They have places for breakfast, like breakfast mm-hmm. tacos, stuff yeah. like that. They don't have that here at all. Because for them, breakfast is a small and simple thing. Like... Just toasting bread and putting butter over it. Like, that's their breakfast. But I love going outside and sitting down and having a good breakfast. I don't like breakfast outside. I don't like breakfast inside. I, like, I could eat eggs outside and I will enjoy it, but I don't really like eating eggs inside. I'm the actual opposite. You don't even like eggs to I don't eat like them eggs, anywhere. But I eat them at home. I'd rather mm. eat them at home. Oh. I don't know why. I just, I don't like breakfast food. Like... Biscuits. Those. I don't like biscuits either. Yeah, like what? Okay, you know what I mean. Like, it might just be the American food that's not Yeah, great. just American food is not great. I mean, it is, but not specific things. Yeah. And so, I want to add that even though, like, they don't have breakfast places, they have a lot of restaurants that are Michelin starred. Wow. And you know what Michelin starred yeah. are, right? Yeah, that, that's like the highest ranking. A three Michelin star restaurant is like the highest ranking a restaurant can ever get. Ever. And in the US, I think there are only three. There are three stars. The really? whole US. Yeah. They're probably in New York, Chicago. There's one in and New York. California. I think there's one in California or was it Las Vegas? I don't remember. But yeah, it's kind of crazy. I remember reading that there's only three in the US and I was like shocked. I was like, really? That's kind of crazy. But anyway. <laughs> I already said that, did I? That's kind of crazy. Like three times. Anyway, yeah. And they're actually, when they eat at restaurants, they don't tip. In America, we have to tip. Like, it's practically, not by law. Like, it's forced. It's forced, forced. yeah. But it's just, you feel bad when you don't tip. 
Yeah, it's so dumb too. Like I could have a whole debate about this, but why do we have to pay for them? Their, why do we have to pay for their living? The restaurant owner should just pay for their living. I personally love to give tips, but it just kind of gets a little bit like rude when they include the tip in the bill. Yeah. Because oh like, what God, if I, I want to give more? Like it's like at that time now it's you're being forced to pay yeah. tax. Yeah, but I do, I think it's really nice to give a tip, because if I were a a waitress, I would love to get a tip, especially because American waiters and waitresses, they don't get paid a lot. Yeah, and it's because they get tips, that's why they don't get paid a lot. Yeah. So, that's just so dumb, like, give them a living, normal living wage, because they get tipped, they get like $8 an hour. Exactly. Sometimes people don't even tip, so they don't even get to live. Yeah. It's so sad, honestly. Like, what was the point of tipping? Was this so, like, the owners could get away with paying less? I don't honestly, really I'm know. not going to dump into that more. Nice thing. Anyway, like it thing. is a nice thing. I like to do that, too. And at lunchtime, banks, shops, dental offices, doctor offices, they all close for two hours so everyone can go eat. Like, everything closes except the restaurants and stuff. Mm. To, and people go eat. Wow, we need to have that. And because they prefer quality over quantity, a lot of the times people will go grocery shopping like twice a day. Instead of like once a week to buy a huge amount for the week, they go twice a day to pay for like just for the food for the day. And actually I learned that people, they there's um the farmer's market on Wednesdays and Saturdays, I believe. And that's when people tend to go for, like, their big grocery shopping. And they don't really go to supermarkets unless there's something that they're missing in their house and the farmer's market isn't open that day. And that's they when they go. prefer quality. Yeah, they prefer quality over quantity. Yeah. That's probably why they're so skinny. Because they don't... And they have And they have portions that we don't know. We don't know portions, okay? We eat. We have no portions. Our large here... It's probably a... Is the small there. No, wait. No, flip that around. Flip that around. <laughs> their small is our... Is our, no, their large is our small. There you go. Yeah, okay. Their large is our small. Anyway, and I think most people would know this, but they love coffee and pastries. They See? love to eat croissants with their coffee. Yeah. The thing is, I think the, um, America does everything differently from the rest of the world. You know what I mean? Like, we use feet and inches, the world uses meters, stuff like that. Fair the nice. one thing, yeah, the one thing that America relates to with the world is coffee, and Britain is the only one that's weird. That's Here's the thing, though. That's all you gotta say. Americans love, like, a bunch of coffee in the cup. Like, a lot. Mm-hmm. But, like, in Europe, it's, like, these tiny espresso cups. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. No, we like coffee with the milk and the caramel and the sugar and everything. And that was directly to you, Sona. That was directly to you. And as you guys can't tell, we got Duncan. And she got the caramel coffee thing. I don't know what caramel macchiato with extra caramel. That's my order all the there time. There you go. I don't she think that was... even exists in France, okay? I love it. But I would drink espresso there. Because I, I love coffee. I Mama like coffee. does not drink coffee. I actually hate That's coffee. why you're weird. You know how you said it's all like America loves coffee, French loves coffee. Okay, look. My no thing weird. with coffee is, look, I like coffee when I drink it. The aftertaste is so bitter and bad and so different from the taste of when you actually drink it that I just don't enjoy it. And if I do ever drink coffee, which is never, 
But if I do ever enjoy the initial taste of coffee, it's when there's a lot of milk and sugar in it. And that's so not, not even coffee. coffee anymore. So why would I eat it? Why would I drink it? Okay. You don't have to talk that much about your disdain for coffee. I just think people need to know that coffee Okay, well, I want you to know that the French love coffee, so you can't be hating There's on them There's different right ways now. to be getting caffeine. So I'm not hating on anyone. Whatever. So they love coffee, and they are well known for their wine. Wow. Was that a surprise to you? I don't think it was a surprise to anyone. Uh, I feel like everyone bit. knows that stereotype, like, oh, they love wine. French wine. Yeah. I thought they'd like... I don't know. I never really thought about alcohol connecting with And over there, you have to know the name of the wine you want. You can't just say, I want the big one. I want the small one. Because they all look the same, kind of. So you have to know the name of the one you like. Because one might be, like, semi-sweet. The other one might be, like, sweet. And the other one might be semi... A little sweet. You know what I mean? Like, it's all very similar. But they're all different. If you live there, you would know the difference between all the wines. See, and they really drink, drink it with their food. They don't just like some, they don't drink it all the time alone. They only drink it. They most of the time they drink it with their food at the restaurants. But other than that, they only do drink it alone. Wow! And mentioning that, also one more thing in America, when you go to eat food, there's almost always they always bring bread and butter or bread olive oil with the vinaigrette for you to have before you eat food. They don't have that there. They actually never bring anything like that. Like, if you want to have an appetizer, you have to actually order it. Yeah. Their portions are very small and expensive. So I don't think they're going to waste bread and butter yeah. to give to you. But besides that, okay, I think I covered all the food parts. So let me talk about the attractions of festivals because that part really was interesting. And I think that's, like, one of the most, like, amazing parts of France. Like, attractions. the attractions and stuff. Yeah. Like, that's what they're more well-known for. That's why I want to talk more about them. So... Tour de Eiffel. What? Best Eiffel Tower. Tour oh, okay, yeah. She's, as you guys can tell, she took one year of France. Yeah. French. Okay, by the way, Tour de, tour de Eiffel means Tower of Eiffel. I learned that in French. The I don't tower know if that's actually Eiffel? right or wrong. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so they have a lot of museums that you can go to, especially the famous Louvre. Am I saying this right? Lovre. Lovre? I don't know how you say it. Lovre. Lovre. Well, you guys know the one we're talking about. It's the triangle, right? Yeah. The that pyramid. Museum. Yeah, that, yeah, that has one. the Mon- Mona Lisa. The Mona Lisa? Yeah. Wow. And here's the surprising fact about Mona Lisa. It's actually a very small painting. Really? Yeah. How big is it? <laughs> like this. Like I, I mean, they can't, the view, the listeners can't inches? see it. Five by six inches, four by four. I don't know. The weather. It's pretty small. Two, more like, it's smaller than you think. Okay. Okay. It's smaller than you imagine. Yeah. And there's actually not that many people who look at it because of the like whatever. Really? There's barely any like crowds around that. I thought there would be like big crowds all around it. No, the vlog that I read, they said there's barely any audience, people looking at it because it's even just, better. Yeah, it's even better. But like, it's so disappointing when you see it. Hmm. Might be because of that. In my opinion, just the Mona Lisa is disappointing in and of itself because just, like, you look one way and its eyes follow. You look the other way and its eyes follow. You You know what? I think it's possessed. You, she watched too many horror movies thinking that. I don't watch horror movies. You know horror movies scare me. I never watch horror movies. Okay, but I don't know where you got the word possessed from. 
I didn't get possessed. If I look, look, if, if you look straight forward, right? That's what the painting basically does. That's an does. illusion. If you look straight forward, it's basically what the painting does. It shouldn't follow you everywhere you go, but it does. I don't know, figure it out. Maybe Da Vinci just like, whoop, in there. So, of course, I didn't have to mention this. Mom already mentioned it, but the Eiffel Tower, it exists. Oh, you yeah. guys should go check that out if you want. I mean, wait, is this like a tour guide? <laughs> what is this? <laughs> go check it out. Yeah, guys, just hop on a plane, go to France, and go check it out. But there's also the Notre Dame Cathedral, which, as Did everyone you, what did knows, you say? Notre Dame. No. That's the university, okay? It's Notre Dame. It's the same thing. <laughs> no, it's not. Yeah, fine. Notre, Notre Dame is the university in America. Notre it's Dame. It's named is after the Notre Dame. Yeah, but no, no but what? Notre Dame is how you're supposed to say it. Okay. It's not even the French way. It's the American way. Okay, whatever. Just at least say the but, right like, name. But the thing is you're saying, no, that's the American one, but they're both the same thing. No, they're not. The Notre Dame after it the cathedral. Like, yeah, but then it's, it's Notre Dame University. Okay, whatever. Well, I said that one time, and you said I was wrong. Look, I don't know what I said. Mm-hmm. Anyway, okay. the Notre Dame Cathedral, as many of you may know, in 2019, it was caught on fire, and it like it, a lot Burned, of things were yeah. destroyed. So somehow, a bunch of like. Famous people, not famous, a bunch of rich people donated enough to get it built back in, like, mm-hmm. a week. Mm-hmm. It's kind of sad, because for other things, they would not do that, but it's yeah. the cathedral. Only, it's as if the cathedral means much more than, like, anything else. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to say much, because honestly, it's great that they did that. It, it would have been worse if, like, nothing happened, you know? I think it was only the back that burned down, though. I have no idea. Like, it wasn't, I don't, remember. I don't think I, it was any of the places that people would go to see. Yeah, and I remember, like, reading about how some people ran in to, like, get the paintings. Like, get the mm. the art before, mm-hmm. like, it got on fire, too. But, yeah, it's built back, so if you guys want to go, check it out. <laughs> <laughs> and there's also, there was, not is, the Love Lock Bridge in Paris, where couples would go and put a lock on the bridge, on the wall, as, like, a symbol of their love. But then they got rid of it. You know why? Hmm. In 2015, they got rid of it because, one, the bridge was ruining the ecosystem in the ocean, <laughs> in the water. Because, like, the the locks would fall into the water and it would create, like, a bunch of problems in the ocean. In the ocean? Why am I saying ocean? In the water. And then, two, the locks were ruining the bridge. Um. Because of how heavy it was, it was, like, going to break it. And it was kind of crazy. So, and if that happened, the taxpayers would have to pay for that. Of course, tax is really high enough in yeah. France. Why would you want to pay more? So, there was that. So, they just got rid of it, yeah, because it was causing too many problems just for, like, the romantic part. Like, come on, all of France is romantic. Why do you need just that one part to feel romantic? You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I, I agree with the decision to get rid of it. And the last thing I want to talk about are the festivals. I'm going to name two festivals. These are practically the most important ones. Not most of the most famous ones in Paris. And it's the musical festival, which in French is Fête de la Musique. Fête de la Musique. Okay, Fête de la Musique. Fête means party. Okay, Fête de la Musique. In, and it happens in June, in, in June. And the second one is the Autumn Festival, which is Festival d'Autumn. 
from September to December. Did I say that right? Uh, yeah. Wait, what is Fête de la Musique? Yeah, that means Festival of the Music for the first one. And then the second one is Festival of Autumn. Wow, thank you. You're welcome. That was actually very simple. I'm very proud of myself. If my French teacher would ever listen to this, she'd better be proud of me. You should share this to And your raise teachers. that A- to a normal grade. That is still a normal grade. No, it's not because okay. I had a bicker with her to take my B plus to an A minus for a very long time, actually. Damn. Thank you. Okay, I think that is all that I wrote down for the lifestyle of France. Paris. Paris, specifically. Paris, France, yeah. And yeah, I think we did a good job on this episode. Yeah. Yeah. A bunch of little fun facts. And I'm pretty sure you were really excited about this episode. I was very excited. She, ever since she took one year of French... She's been apparently the French guru. Well, guess what? I'm taking a second year in August, so deal with it. And then a third one, and then a fourth one, and I'm gonna go study abroad in France. Ha ha. Wee wee. Bonjour. Je m'appelle Sona. Wow. Yeah. I took three years of Spanish, so I kind of know the whole structure of French. Like the de, the de la, like I know those stuff because mm-hmm. we do that too. So anyway, I sh- I guess we should end this up. I guess this wraps up our episode for today or this week. Our episode for this week because our episodes drop every week. Every week, yeah, every week. Okay. Yeah, once a week. And don't forget to tell about other cities we can talk about. I mean, we say and this in every say episode. And say anything that we missed, that we forgot to say. And please, I, please be And brutal. correct us on anything that we did wrong and be brutally honest. Yeah, be brutal about what we did wrong because we love to be right. We don't want to be... <laughs> we don't want to be wrong. And if you know it better than us, then you might as well inform us because we want to be correct the next time we mention it. Yeah, because we want to be right in everything. So Yeah, and we don't want to sure give out right. wrong information. Yeah. Even about, like, the U.S. stuff. Like, the three Michelin star, that could be wrong. There might be 2.5 restaurants. <laughs> or there might be 3.1 restaurants. Or there might be one in each state. We don't know. Yeah. But I just remember reading those three in every in the whole U.S. Three. Monon, three! You also read about the, the tower, tower in <laughs> Japan. About how it was the tallest tower in the world. And it wasn't. Oh, yeah. In that episode, I thought it was the tallest ever. But then I forgot there was a Dubai one. So before the episode started, Mono was like, listen, um, that's not the tallest. I was like, what do you mean? And then we double checked. So uh-huh. If you haven't seen that episode, you should like totally go yeah, check you it out. Seen. You can't see. Listen <laughs> to. If you haven't checked out that episode, you should go listen to it. And why not? Yeah. You're in quarantine anyways. Anyways. <laughs> and so again, don't forget to tell us about other series that you want us to talk about. And our mediocre-sized butts. They're out. Bye. Bye.